my share of engines and a thousand different fights. I was there at the little big horn. I heard many men lying, I saw many more dying, but I ain't marching anymore. It's always the old to lead us to the wars. KBU Community Radio is proud to co-sponsor Songs of Strength and Courage on Sunday, February 17th from 3 to 5.30 p.m. at the Central Lutheran Church in Portland. The Portland Peace Choir is hosting this year's Joint Peace Choir Concert with Eugene Peace Choir, In Accord Community Choir, Rogue Valley Peace Choir, and special guests. One World Chorus with Aaron Nigel Smith. Again, that's Songs of Strength and Courage on Sunday, February 17th from 3 to 5.30 p.m. at the Central Lutheran Church, 1820 Northeast 21st Avenue in Portland. More information can be found at kboo.fm on the right side of the homepage under Community Events. This is KBOO Portland. The time now is 1041. Coming up next is Valley Views. Did I say 1041? Actually, I meant 10 and 41 seconds. KBOO Radio is proud to co-sponsor the 29th annual Cascade Festival of African Films, happening Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, now through Saturday, March 2nd. Most films will show at the Moriarty Arts and Humanities Building, Room 104 at PCC Cascade Campus, 705 North Killingsworth Street in Portland. Again, that's the 29th Annual Cascade Festival of African Films, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, now through Saturday, March 2nd. More information can be found at kboo.fm on the right side of the homepage under Community Events. Hi, I'm Dale Holliday coming to you from Corvallis, Oregon in the bountiful Willamette Valley. Welcome to my show, Valley Views, a forum for sharing relevant topics relating to people and issues in the Willamette region. Hi folks, welcome back to part two of my show about the joys of being child-free by choice or CBC. In this segment, I'll present nine of the most frequent predictable and baseless arguments that CBCers hear from the mainstream that kind of want to force these kids on you. Each is followed by an informed comeback that you may consider if you're tired of these tedious accusations. So here we go. Clever comeback number one to, you're being selfish. No, I'm being smart and considerate. Smart, because I'm following my own mind and not letting others dictate to me. Considerate, because I refuse to bring another person into the world to consume limited, dwindling resources, just because it's the thing to do. Having a kid just because you want to fit in or escape criticism is the epitome of selfishness. Number two. 
You may not like those kids, but you'll feel differently about your own. Right. I suppose that's why kids are beaten, raped, starved, and murdered at the hands of their own bio parents every day and every moment somewhere around the world. These cases sicken all of us, and I would think that in the name of humanity and compassion, those who are so pro-procreation would get a clue and realize that many people just should not have offspring. Number three, if you don't like babies, that's okay because they grow up. So in other words, if you can't deal with caring for an infant, wait a while and they'll grow on you as they age. Yes, and precisely what age is the magic one where kids present no problem? What age is the safe one? Don't you remember the jolly good time you gave your own folks during your adolescence? Aren't you aware of teenage kids who murder their parents simply because they were grounded or got their phones taken from them? Hello, no age is safe. Four, kids change your life for the better or bring you and your partner closer together. No, they don't. We're $50,000 in debt, dear. Let's have a baby. All the things that stress parents come attached with all kids, even your own. Dirty diapers, shrill tantrums, terrible twos, terrible teens, boyfriends or girlfriends from hell, astronomically expensive destination weddings paid for by you, sons-in-law, or daughters-in-law from hell. And let's not forget the bills stemming from those college-bound kids. And some lucky parents get the added bonus of kids with drinking and drugging problems. Oh joy. Number five, you must carry on the human species. At last count, there were over 7.53 billion people on our planet. Those numbers don't suggest humans as being an endangered species. Six, you will never really die because a part of you will live on. Immortality? Well, I've got some bad news for you. No matter how many wee ones you bring into the world, when you die, you're dead. Number seven, you're only half a woman or half a man or half a person if you don't have kids. Well, you know, there's actually some basis of truth in that statement. Because without kids, you have half the debt, half the stress, half the headaches, half the mileage on your car, half your food bills, half the clothing bills, and half the sleepless nights. Number eight, you will have no one when you're old or you'll die alone. There's no guarantee that people with kids will have loved ones near when they're old. I know parents who've had as many as 12 or even 15 healthy adult offspring living in the same town. And those people aged alone and they died alone. Some of these aging people would have rather died alone than have their greedy offspring fighting over their scraps. 
Or, tragically, there are those cases when offspring die before their folks. To the contrary, when you're CBC, there's nothing to stop you from making friends, loving friends that will be there with you in your golden years and at life's end. My point is, family is what we make it. Often, these created families are better than your own blood relatives. Number nine, you will have no one to give your worldly possessions to. <laughs> what worldly possessions? Okay, 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 some people actually have assets, all right. If I did, I'd leave them to my husband, a relative, friend, pet, or an organization that supports my most passionate causes. Possessions can be left to someone or something other than a bio kid, even to a radio station. So this is my conclusion. My unscientific opinion is that eight out of 10 people who have kids shouldn't because they did it for the wrong reasons, selfish reasons, without any real commitment to doing what it takes to raise a child. So now my critics will say, well, how do you know what it takes to raise a child? You don't have any. Precisely the reason I didn't is because I know what my parents put into raising my sister and me. And sis and I were pretty low maintenance. I know myself well enough to know I'm not up to putting in the financial, emotional, and time sacrifices. And that doesn't make me a bad or a selfish person. It makes me a wise person. When CBCers are mature enough to know these things, why don't others leave them alone and respect that kind of maturity and reflection? The bottom line is, I could never think of one, not one good reason to have a child. I think that quite a few people, if they were truly honest with themselves, would come to the same conclusion. But too many are brainwashed and afraid to be branded as weird or selfish. So with that said, I'd now like to share with you my list of 25 stupid reasons to have a child. One, to hold a failing relationship together. Two, because you're in a relationship and it's the next logical step, right? Three, you want your partner to pay more attention to you or treat you better. Four, to make your partner marry or commit to you. Five, your parents, partner, and or friends are pressuring you to have one. Six, all the people in your family have kids and you don't dare break the tradition. Seven, you want to prove what a good parent you can be because your own parent treated you badly. Eight, you had such a happy childhood that you figure you'll pass that experience along to your kid. Nine, you want someone, i.e. a baby, to love you. Number 10, you're lonely. 11, all your friends are doing it. 12, you like to shop for baby clothes. 13, you think that your baby will be cute. 14, you want society's approval. 15, it's the only thing you think you'd be good at. 16, you don't feel like completing your high school or college education. 17, you want to be treated like an adult. 18, 
you have a baby because you can, i.e., your childbearing age and fertile. 19. You're approaching the end of childbearing age. 20. It will keep you young. 21. You think you can get first time or additional public assistance. 22. Because you hate your job and figure it would be easier and more enjoyable to be a stay-at-home parent. 23. For a tax deduction. 24. You need a hobby because you've got time on your hands and you're bored. 25. You want people on the bus to offer seats to you as a pregnant or a kid-toting mom. They won't. So there you have it. As they say, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Thank you for listening. I hope some of my perspectives provided food for thought. I'd love to hear your comments. You all have a good one. You've been listening to Valley Views. I'm your host, Dale Holliday, and I'd love to hear from you. Comments, questions, ideas for future topics, or other matters you would like explored. Email me at valleyviews at kboo.org. That's V-A-L-L-E-Y-V-I-E-W-S at kboo.org. Special thanks to Chad Howard from Corvallis Access Media for his technical assistance and support. I look forward to being with you again next time. And remember, as Doctor Who once said, I'm not in charge, but I'm full of ideas. Bye. Coming up this morning on KBOO, next on Flashpoints, Dennis Bernstein spends the entire hour on testimony taken recently in Tucson, Arizona, by the United Nations Commission on Refugees. At 11 Pacific Underground, interviews Duncan Ryukin Williams, author of American Sutra, a study of faith and freedom in the Second World War. Williams will be in town for reading of this book on Friday. At 11.30, it's the Laura Flanders Show. All of this cable programming is made possible by member support. To become a member, go to kboo.fm and click on Donate. Support for KBOO programming comes from Darkside Cinema in Corvallis, open every night featuring independent, foreign, and art house films. The Darkside is located at 215 Southwest 4th Street between Madison and Jefferson. More information and showtimes are available online at darksidecinema.com. Studios of KPFA and Pacifica Radio in Berkeley, California, this is Flashpoints. I'm Dennis Bernstein. Today on the show, we spend the entire hour 
on testimony taken recently in Tucson by the United Nations High Commission on Refugees. They're dealing with the impacts of the militarization by the United States of the U.S.-Mexico border. You're listening to Flashpoints on Pacifica Radio. Today on the show, we spend the entire hour rebroadcasting some excerpts of our recording in Tucson recently of the United Nations, taking testimony from indigenous tribes who are impacted by the expanding U.S. militarization of the U.S.-Mexico border. Listen to this. I'm going to invite our next speaker, Nellie David, to come up. Skutash, everybody. Thanks for inviting me here today to have this platform, and I'm very um, privileged to be here to listen and bear witness to all those who have been affected by militarization, by colonialism, by Western expansion. I thought I'd give testimony and bear witness to my own experience growing up near this colonial border. I'm from Ajo, Arizona. Ajo, if you didn't know, it's, it's a border town. It's a border town in many ways, more ways than one. It's a border town 